0: Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay in and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. <laughs>
1: 10 News Radio 92.3. Lisa Newell is the publisher of the Gulf Breeze News. The paper comes out every Thursday, and she gives a little taste a preview of what's going to be in it. Hey, Lisa, welcome back. Hey,
2: good morning. Good morning. Well, I tell you, if you like uh, if you like to eat your breakfast, Gulf Breeze is a great place to have breakfast these days. About a year ago, I would have said we don't have enough breakfast places. The demand is just too big, and Waffle House is just overrun. Now we have a lot of really really good places to eat breakfast. But Waffle House is going to be be torn down, even though it's a 50-year-old building. Um, It's going to be torn down, and they're going to reconstruct it in a slightly different position on that same lot. And it's going to be completely brand new with a beautiful new facade, and they're going to have all kinds of landscaping. That got approved at the city council meeting on Tuesday.
1: No, I love it. That's fantastic. You know, it's going to be out of service for a little while, and I think you ought to lead with a, but it's coming back. (laughs) This is not a permanent problem. And and we're also. And about
2: the same time that it comes back, we're going to get a scooter's coffee, which is a place you could drive through or walk up and get uh, all kinds of flavored coffees or just your regular Cup of Joe. And you can get some uh, breakfast sandwiches. And also, I think they said they have amazing. Uh, cinnamon rolls. Oh. So we we're looking forward oh, to that now as you're well. Talking. Yeah. And that's gonna be well, in the old Taco be Bell building,
1: right? That's the old Taco Bell building.
2: That's gonna be the Taco Bell. They're gonna they're going to tear that building down and build a six hundred and sixty something square foot, very small hmm. little drive through, you know, place. So it's uh-huh. gonna be right there. Right on the way to the bridge, like if you're going onto the brand new reopened uh, bridge hopefully that will be <laughs> soon <laughs> we still don't have a date on that yet
1: no it'll be when it is uh <laughs> we also and just to make sure that we don't forget to mention it uh at the other end of gulf breeze there's a new light fixture yeah
2: oh yes absolutely it opened up yesterday we officially a lot of people have been seeing them at put it through its spaces just to make sure yesterday was the deadline and uh, John Shipman, who owns Plastic Arts and uh, a he was there with his crew putting the final touches on it because Robert Bender, the Escambia County Commissioner and Mayor Terry Fitch were there to officially turn it on. And we We're no, so happy gorgeous. to have it back.
1: And I, I was actually there on you Tuesday know, and I was parked in that parking lot where you park and I was like, I should leave her a note on her car. No, I'm not going to be that creepy guy because uh, <laughs> I almost, I, I almost, I almost did. Yeah, Candy would have done it for sure um santa rosa county <laughs> commission's having some interesting conversations impact fees they're looking at right possibly yes
2: yeah, so, yeah this comes up from time to time and the home builders do not like it right however they are under uh, they are they are looking at a study to see what they ha- what they can do with impact fees and as you know we've had a huge a lot a lot of growth in santa rosa yeah. county and you know with growth Comes a lot of other issues, you know, plumbing, um, you know, sewer, uh, traffic, et cetera, schools, lots of things happen. So Uh, they're trying to get it right. They're trying to get it right because, as you know, the school board went through and enacted or tried to enact – impact fees, and it was
1: shut down. Right. Yeah, they lost so the law case. So you, you got to do it right or it's not going to stick when you do it. Another kind of an interesting thing had come up at the county commission meeting about the possibility of using tourism bed tax money to solve the sort of road and congestion problems caused by visitors, right?
2: Well, there's a good point that they bring up, that they are using bed tax money to bring more people to the beaches. Yeah. Uh, for example, you know, hosting concerts, free concerts and things like that to, you know, keep con- people coming. At this point, um, what we're having is an issue where there's just not enough places for all those people to park and to, you know, there's not enough uh, just facilities for them. Right. So they're saying, you know, wouldn't it be nice if we could have some flexibility, but the way these Fed tax monies are spent, you know, rather than just bringing more and more people to the beach, which is already very popular, Maybe what we should do is is see if there's a way that we can uh, improve some infrastructure.
1: Yeah, and and I think the first time you hear this, what you think is, you know, we can use the tourism money in order to fix the problems that are being created by the tourists. That's true, but I think another way to think of it is we can use the tourism money to make the pain suffered by the tourists – less so that there's less for them to complain about and they want to come more. I mean, it really is. It fits and I know Colton Wright said that he was working on this. Jerry Koo was the one who brought it up in the county commission meeting, but I, I support the idea. It makes sense to me. Lisa, hang on for just a second. Let's get Candy in here with uh, Traffic on the Fives. All right.
3: Taking a look through 98 through beautiful Gulf Breeze, not showing any slowdowns or delays, um, except for the beautiful places you can stop at for breakfast. Now, if you have traffic tips, <laughs> though, right? See, I'm tying it in. Text 43: Is that a rooster? Lisa? Oh yes, 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 yes. So funny. Four three seven sixteen twenty. News Radio ninety
1: two three. Informative, local, ooh, 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 dependable. Fifth member of the broadcast team. <laughs> I right. love it. That's great. Uh, Lisa, Lisa Newell reportedly has eggs. Exo- uh, uh, just FYI, if anybody's oh, curious. You know, I didn't know you are royalty. Guard your yeah. stash. Um, all right. So back to, back to Lisa Newell. Um, one of the, oh, you have a story about a, uh, an art teacher, right? Bringing art into the the home or something. Yes.
2: So her name is Alicia Taylor. She was the art teacher at Oriel Beach Elementary School for many, many years. And she has decided to start educating not just at, not just uh, elementary school students, but all kinds of ages in her art studio that she's now gotten in her home. So uh, she's located in Whisper Bay. She has a complete setup. She does sort of like a painting with a twist kind of a situation, but she also does individual art lessons and she can do groups. So it's kind of something that's really cool that, you know, people can use and go to her house and have an actual art teacher who knows what they're talking about, teach them how to do art. No, I
1: I kind of I cool. love it. I, I just I love it. Uh, and also, one of the things you told us about, I think it was last week, two weeks ago, I forget. We were talking about the baseball coaching sort of crisis issue, but we got a get a new baseball coach. Is that right?
2: That's right. When Bobby Clayton left, he not only was the head football coach, but he was also the head baseball
1: coach, mm-hmm.
2: and who was about to start the season. So they were really in a kind of a a pinch to find someone to come in and start the season off, and so they ended up hiring Warren Hanna. He was uh, actually on staff in Gulf Breeze um, for the 2021 championship team when they won district, district uh, championship, and he was named the new head baseball coach.
1: Oh, great! Outstanding. Uh, the you, we've also got a, you have a story about the um, senior center and uh, it was something that they're going to start doing.
2: The senior center that is a cool place. I wanted to let you know, it's for anyone 55 and older, but if you were, you know, 54, I would go. It's really cool. They have so many interesting uh, things going on there. But right now, they have got something where uh, if you are a person who has uh, a writer, if you're a writer, if you do poetry, uh, if you do any kind of art, anything to do with the environment, they are going to actually – Hold on. Mm They're actually going to um, publish a, uh, a publication <laughs> that there's a collection of all of these different things by uh, local people who do that. Yeah, so they have a lot of interesting things. You can go there and learn Spanish. Uh, you can work out. You yeah. can do line dancing. I mean, fun, fun, fun. It's located at the, uh, inside the St. Francis of Assisi Episcopal Church, and it's Monday through Friday. A lot of lot of interesting things are going on there.
1: You, you, just personally speaking, only for myself, you lost me at line dancing for fun, but all the other things you mentioned <laughs> sounded very appealing, and and I know the rooster is into it all. So Lisa Newell, she is the publisher of the Gulf Breeze News, comes out every Thursday. Uh, Lisa, as always, thanks for tracking our community and telling us what's going on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. And see you in the breeze. You bet. 8:19 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Hey guys, I'm Nicole Stacy. There are more
3: things to do in our area than you can even imagine. So who better to share the adventure of the Pensacola
1: experience than its even Visit Pensacola. Share with us your experience by using the hashtag #ExperiencePensacola. Go to VisitPensacola.com and listen in Friday at
3: 9:30 on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Can I have some
2: ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead?
0: Me,
1: me. Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station.
0: Dependable traffic on the fives with local news at the top and bottom of each hour. On News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable.
3: Are you ready, Steve? Uh-huh. Andy? Yeah. Mick? Okay. All right, fellas.
0: This is uh, something that was made painfully aware to me as coming into office that all of, but $99 and some change was left in my discretionary fund account. Ouch. That's something that's, uh, no, but that's something that we don't need to allow to happen in the future. You know, being, you know, when we go to leave office and our hand picked successor doesn't get picked, we don't need to be. Taking it upon ourselves to spend every dime the next commissioner has in his discretionary fund. All
1: right. So the backstory here is this is uh, Commissioner Kerry Smith, District Two, Bob Cole's a former district, that's Milton and East parts. Uh, and look, they get fifty thousand dollars a year. Used to be a hundred. They pulled it back to fifty thousand. And the idea in Santa Rosa County, like many places, is. Here's $50,000 in uh, what we'll call petty cash money, you know, to do projects, to give to people who, you know, um, organizations that ask you for $1,000, that kind of thing. You have it for a year. And in some municipalities, like in Escambia County, they have to bring it back to the board. Uh, They're usually pretty deferential, although there was one very egregious example of not being deferential about this stuff at all uh, against Commissioner Underhill. But, well, Try bring up all the old trash. Uh, and, and like city council in Pensacola, they got to bring it before the council now. They used to not have to. And in Santa Rosa County, you don't have to bring it before the board at all. You just have to make sure the lawyer thinks that it's in, you know, Tom Danheiser, it's in good uh, public interest. And therefore, that's all you need to do. So, Kerry Smith comes into office and he's like, Where'd my money? And they're like, Oh, well, Bob Cole spent that the last month of his uh, being in office. He spent the whole year in a month? Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> You know, and so he says this was Bob Cole punishing him by the fact that it wasn't his preferred person to win the election. Um, and I I appreciate uh what Colton Wright said about that. Said, you know, uh, Commissioner Colton Wright said, Hey, um, let's be cautious about assigning motives. You know, I know if I were to spend a lot of money in my last month or two in office, I would be doing it for the right reason. Let's not assume bad motives or whatever but the question is can we not change the rules and make it so that somehow or another incoming commissioners aren't vulnerable to the outgoing commissioner taking their entire year's allotment of discretionary money well the answer of that is of course i mean that makes all the sense in the world that is a crazy system um even james Calkins agrees yeah i
0: I fully agree with you i think that uh that there should be something to kind of maybe maybe like you know the august primary or something there should be like a you know from between august and and a certain august and november maybe there would be a uh, you know you can't use your discretionary funds within that time period that might be an idea
1: there he goes getting it half right and half wrong um <laughs> you know like Yes, the incoming commissioner or any commissioner should have it for their full term. In fact, the way to do this, I mean, there's a very simple way to do this. You you allocate the money to be available only starting when the term starts. So it goes for four years, you know, one year at a time from term to term rather than from fiscal year to fiscal year. That's how you solve the problem. So, yeah, I mean, Kerry Smith is right to be frustrated about this and there's a remedy and that's to give him $50,000 and then to fix this system for the future, which everybody agrees about. They're going to vote on it today. Um, The the part about he's not right is you can't tell a commissioner sitting in his full vested authority elected that he doesn't have powers after the primary. They need to be full commissioners. I mean, lame duck is always a problem in politics, but the way you solve that is um, you try to structure things so that they can't abuse the power. But you can't take away their power because then you don't get representation for that district and they don't have their full power like they should have. So, yeah, the answer is not uh, limit the authority of the commissioner after the election. The The answer is just structure it so that the money goes to the new commissioner when he comes in. And if it's the reelection, then that's totally fine. So they're going to vote on this today and, um, you know— it, it, Colton Wright spoke about this eloquently. He said, "You know, I totally support that. That's right. Uh, you know, it would be a shock to us all. And by the way, the money was used on perfectly appropriate things, but there is something weird." Okay, Bob Cole told the PNJ that it was his money he thought and he could use it. There is still something weird about using so much money in such a short period of time that raises eyebrows at the very least. Uh, let's see. Oh, I, I talked too long. Let's go to Candy before we get to David in the newsroom. Candy.
3: Uh, looks like everything is is running fine. Just as I say that, uh, I-10 uh, Pine Forest Road, it looks like that has been cleared up. There was an accident earlier. And it was tied up for a little while. Um, a crash in McDavid on Victor Road. It looks like that's been moved off to the side as well. And then now Brent Lane. North Davis Highway and Bellamy Avenue. Now, I am showing a roadblock here. Vehicle crash with injuries and a roadblock. Brent lane near North Davis and Bellamy Avenue at that intersection. Almost a busy intersection. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable.
1: Thanks so much, Candy. I will say one other thing on this whole discretionary money thing is uh, Calkins wanted to raise it back to $100,000. I disagree with that. I think in Santa Rosa County, you probably just shouldn't have discretionary funds because the whole county votes for everybody. It's not like in Escambia where you are like the representative of this one area in Santa Rosa because it's general elections for everybody. It's not ownership of the particular territory the way it is in Escambia. So probably discretionary money just in and of itself doesn't make a lot of sense in Santa Rosa the way it does in Escambia. Anyway, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David?
0: New report in on the economy. The uh, nation's economy grew by nearly 3% at the end of last year. Fourth quarter GDP up by 2.9%. Congressman George Santos being accused of naming a new treasurer against his wishes and using his signature without his consent. Uh, this week, Santos filed an updated campaign finance report with the Federal Election Commission. Named campaign consultant Thomas Datweiler, his new treasurer, included the man's signature as well. However, uh, Datweiler's lawyer says they informed Santos's campaign that he wouldn't be serving as treasurer earlier this week, and they did not authorize the federal filings. And uh, a new list released by Lawn Starter, the 10 dirtiest cities in the United States. Don't worry. No cities from Florida made the cut. Uh, the top five here. Houston, Newark, San Bernardino, Detroit, and Jersey City.
1: Newark, San Bernardino, Detroit, Jersey City. What was the fifth one? Uh, Jersey City was the fifth Fifth one. one. Okay, all right, all right, fair enough. And I'm glad none of us qualified, so that's a good thing not to be. Absolutely. Clearly, they haven't been around. Good list, (laughs) not to be (laughs) right. I'm from Detroit a long time ago, so you know, but that's fine. Did you walk by burning cars on the way to school? Um, I don't recall that. They'd
0: already burned (laughs) out. They were already.
1: The flames were already out. Yeah. It was our that was our playhouse what are you talking about um, and Detroit wasn't that bad back in the early 70s. It was never that good. Well, either. I only know what I've read. Never that good either. Um, <laughs> Alright, David, thanks so much for the update. Oh, uh, by the way, today you have this uh, presentation discussion going on at the uh, City count or city Hall. It's uh, not by the city, okay, but the Women for Responsible Legislation, they got Anna Higgins, who is a good friend, dear friend, extraordinarily sharp lady, and genuinely an expert on um, abortion and, uh, you know, life rights issues legislation, and she's going to be giving a presentation today from a 1130 to one uh, at um, at uh, City Hall. So if you want to attend that, that I'm sure that's going to be very, very informative. 828 on post row. Right. Where are we now uh, with heartbeat bills and all of that? And by the way, just a I guess I I, I hadn't really planned to get into this, but kind of since I'm in this vicinity, we're having this conversation now around the nation now that each state can set its own rules on abortion uh one of the conversations being had is about the banning of prescription or pharmaceutical abortions right which is about half of all abortions are done through the uh the two pill pr- uh, because there there are two related but not at all the same uh pharmaceuticals that have to do with uh with uh, prevention of pregnancy and or abortion one is the morning after plan b pill that's the one that gives you a high dose of the uh, uh, um, of the hormone that suppresses ovulation within three days of having had for example unprotected sex or a sexual assault if you've already ovulated it won't prevent a pregnancy but if you haven't it will suppress the uh, ovulation therefore you can't get pregnant is the idea that's not what we're talking about we're talking about the actual you know, up to 10 weeks of pregnancy, the the um, uh, the two dose, it's a mefepristone and I forget the other one. What the one does is it prevents the ongoing development of the fetus. What the other one does is it causes your uterus to contract and basically expel everything that's got in there. And so that's, again, about half of all women who have abortions do it through that rather than through surgery. The issue with this or the the topic is because the um, historically you have to have a physician prescribe, and then it has to be you have these like special fulfillment centers. You don't go to a regular pharmacy. But the FDA recently under the Biden administration approved regular pharmacy being able to dispense it. And then you have states like Florida saying, no, you don't. Okay. Um, even though uh, the thing itself is still legal under state law because uh, within 15 weeks is still legal. But like, for example, in South Dakota or like in Alabama, where they're banning abortion entirely, then they're saying, no, 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 you can't do this either. The weird case in Alabama is that the law that banned abortion had a carve-out for this particularly, but they're applying the you-can't-take-chemicals-that-harm-your-fetus law in order to prosecute as well. So it's, just, it's a lot of complicated territory. I know I didn't take enough time to talk about it, but that's a discussion that's being had across the nation right now.
0: News. I'm Chris Foster. The economy grew more than most economists expected in the last quarter of 2022, not quite as fast as the quarter before.
3: GDP for Q4 coming in at 2.9 percent. This is the first read of this number, and that's a little bit better than expected. The street was looking for 2.6 percent. We came in at 2.9 percent.
0: Sheryl Sony with Fox Business. For all of 2022, the GDP expanded 2.1 percent after growing 5.9 percent in 2021, coming off all the COVID shutdowns. At least nine Palestinians are reported killed during An Israeli military raid in the West Bank.
1: The dead include a 60 year old woman. Several other people were hurt in the violence. The incident happened at the Janine refugee camp, a stronghold for Palestinian militants.
3: Israel says the raids are designed to dismantle militant networks and prevent
0: future attacks on its people. Fox's Jonathan Savage There have been more raids since last spring after a series of Palestinian attacks. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 831 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne, 47, mostly sunny right now in Pensacola. New information today on the arrest of a former Santa Rosa County School resource officer, Deputy David Daniels. According to an arrest report, a now 17-year-old girl told her therapist Daniels had touched her inappropriately when she was 11 years old. The victim alleges she was sleeping between Daniels and his wife when he Uh, rubbed her inappropriately with his hand under her clothes. Daniels told investigators he remembered the incident but denied sexually assaulting the girl. Daniels uh, was suspended and ultimately fired from his job earlier this week after being arrested for lewd and lascivious behavior. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump says he's suing the state of Florida and Governor Ron DeSantis over the recent decision to block an AP course on African American studies.
3: Will we let Governor DeSantis or anybody
0: exterminate black history in the classrooms across America. Crump no. No. says he's suing on behalf of three students. Uh, the governor says that while African American history is a core part of education in the state, the course in question prompted or promoted a political agenda including material on queer theory and abolishing prisons. An arrest made in the killing of a Microsoft executive in Jacksonville Beach last year. 61-year-old Henry Tenon charged with killing Jared Brittigan. Prosecutors say the investigation isn't over yet. We know Henry
3: Tenon did not act alone.
0: That state attorney Melissa Nelson. Investigators still looking into whether Brittigan's ex-wife may have been involved. He was killed after dropping off his 10-year-old twins at her home. Reports say Tenon rented a house owned by Mario Fernandez, who's married to Burdigan's ex-wife. Governor Ron DeSantis says he might be open to the idea of doing away with unanimous juries imposing the death penalty. He was speaking to the Florida Sheriff's Association at their winter meeting expressed some frustration that the Parkland school shooter got life in prison. It
2: was an 11-to-1 decision where 11 said he should get capital punishment. One said no, and we don't know what went into that but I do think there are people who get on these juries who never intend to
0: administer capital punishment. And it was three of 12 jurors in that case that uh, that didn't want the death penalty. DeSantis raised the idea of requiring a supermajority of eight of 12 jurors. Currently, Alabama is the only state that doesn't require a unanimous jury. An algebra teacher in Navarre is Santa Rosa County's Teacher of the Year. The school district surprised Miss Karen Cody with that award yesterday. Cody in her seventh year with the district and her students say she makes everybody feel safe and welcomes anyone into her classes. Uh, Before she became a teacher, she actually still worked at the school. She was an ESE paraprofessional for 15 years and an okaloosa county man charged with trafficking meth after an arrest in niceville this week officers say they made contact with 21 year old adam mccraney at first because he had a warrant for theft but then they found a baggie with more than 50 grams of crystal meth mccraney taken to the okaloosa county jail he's now being held with no bond spacex off to an early start this morning the company launched a falcon 9 rocket from cape canaveral Early, early this morning, 4:32 Eastern Time, that rocket carried another 56 Starlink satellites into orbit. It's 8:35 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Candy.
3: Uh, watching an accident. This is uh, right near Brent. Uh, it looks like Brent Lane and North Davis Highway. and It is causing a tie-up Bellamy Avenue too, right there at that intersection. Uh, use caution in the area. I am showing a roadblock there, and certainly if you see something or know different or you have any traffic tips, text 1620 News Radio ninety two three. Um, this is is brought to you by Progressive Insurance your small business keeps you on the go Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy to use mobile app learn more at progressivecommercial.com again 4371620 if you want to text in a traffic tip news radio 923 informative local dependable
2: cooler day out there today with temperatures warming up near 55 degrees for your afternoon high mostly sunny skies overnight tonight temperatures dropping into the 30s for lows sunny skies will continue as you go into friday with a high near 56 friday night temperatures dropping near 42 for Saturday, slight warm-up with sunny skies continue. High on Saturday near 60 degrees with a low near 52. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center.
0: Thank you, Brooke. 47 and sunny in Pensacola, 44 in Gulf Breeze, and 40 in Milton. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. If you're driven by an adventurous heart, you're in luck because the redesigned 2023 Subaru Outback shares your spirit. The Outback can take you as far as you want to explore with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru's estimated highway fuel economy for non-turbo 2023 Outback models is up to 32 miles per gallon. And comparing information for competitors' website, the Outback has more ground clearance than Honda CR-V or Toyota RAV4, so you can take on the path less traveled with ease. And when Experian Automotive studied vehicles. In operation versus total new registrations, they found that 97% of Outback vehicles sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today, which means you can explore your world with confidence. The 2023 Subaru Outback, go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Actual mileage may vary. Clearance comparisons as of June 2022. Experienced data from model years 2012 to 2021 as of December 2022. Join Ballet Pensacola's Artistic Director Darren McIntyre on today's Pensacola Expert Panel at 9 a.m. Ballet Pensacola is honored to recognize the dedication and bravery of the United States military with a special ballet production February 10th through February 12th. Tune in and text your questions for Darren to 850-437-1620.
3: The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620.
0: Your money now this morning. Stocks opening higher today. The Dow Jones up 121.41 at 33, 865.25. The S&P 500 up 33.96 at 40, And the NASDAQ, well, that's up 169.41 this morning at eleven four eighty two seventy seven. 482.77. The CEO of Toyota stepping down. He'll be replaced by the head of the company's Lexus division. Akio Toyota, the grandson of the company's founder. He's led Toyota for over a decade. Today, the company says, Toyota plans to step down April 1st, but he'll be made chairman. The president of Toyota's Lexus brand will be replacing him. Southwest Airlines posted a $220 million loss in the fourth quarter after that holiday travel fiasco. The cancellation of more than 17,000 flights last month drove up expenses and cost the airline millions in lost revenue. And... If you've got the same retirement plan I do, nobody matched all six Powerball numbers on Wednesday, so the jackpot's now up to 572 million. The next drawing on Saturday. It's 8:38 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Uh, News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. News Radio 923. Now it's time to play. Which host did this? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? I, this host used to train professional boxers. Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Bobby Rossi. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 923. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable.
1: All right, so I was reading a story uh, about experts surveyed and recommended for the top candy bars of all time. Yes. Okay, oh. and uh, and, uh, and we're You're not talking gonna, my language. Yeah, we're, we're not actually going to have that fight. Maybe some other time. Uh, uh, I, that's just preface. Oh, wow. Sorry.
3: <laughs> <We're> candy bars.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Go on. No, but we're going to be close. Oh, okay. So their list of tops, and that's that's the preface. Okay, this is just the setup. Uh, Snickers, I mean, obviously, that's got to be in your top five. Twix, um, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Take Five, also a Reese's product. Yeah. And, uh, and Kit Kat, mm-hmm. which are, you know, and I'm not like, where's the almond joy? But I mean, we're not going to have that conversation today. Okay, we're maybe for a different day. The conversation I wanted to have was Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? Not because they don't taste amazing, but are they a candy bar?
3: Yes. That's the conversation. This is the frivolous topic. Mm-hmm.
1: 437 I love it. 4371624371620 Four, I did it's, my thesis on this. It's a bit of a uh, it's a bit of a classification <laughs> question. Is the Reese's peanut butter cup a candy bar? It is. Candy? Speaking well, do, well, as elaborate, an elaborate elaborate.
3: Well, I mean, really what defines a bar? It's not just a rectangle and then none of them are perfect rectangles, truly. If that's what you're going to say. And also, I mean, have you ever been to the Hershey factory where they have big, I mean, oh, you probably haven't because you haven't been to the Northeast. There's a whole thing called Hershey Park and they sell, and they probably sell them here too, but like the big five pound Mm -hmm. peanut butter cups. And I know they're called cups and not bars, but you get them in the candy bars. I
1: think you just answered your own question. What are they called?
3: Yeah, I hate you because you're a uh, oh, Mr. Your philosophy <laughs> Professor, and here's this and that. And I can't have any conversation with you without losing. And Danny must hate you too. no offense. Um, oh, wait, what do you, what'd you hear? I No, nothing, but I just wouldn't be surprised. But
1: God, it must <laughs> okay, be so, hell to be your wife. But Okay, I missed, so. Ugh. Uh, but it's a bar. It know, is a bar. For, even for though- Christmas, on your Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you have these relatively small, white with green and red stripe, or sometimes with just red stripe things that you hang on the tree and later on you eat by sucking on them. You call those candy canes. Why don't you call them candy bars?
3: Because they're not made with. Dude, I. (laughs) This is the one that I'm going to quit over? (laughs) This is the topic? And not gay marriage or other stuff, <laughs> but whatever. No, because they're not, because they're... Okay. But nothing if, else. I mean, how if, I, if, if, I can you call and take five a candy bar? If, it's not perfect. If,
1: if I give you a bag of recently uh, canceled spokes candies, uh, red and green and blue and orange, and uh, Maya Rudolph is going to replace them in the advertising realm, those are called M&Ms, and you would call them... M&Ms and candies. Would you call them candy bars?
3: No, I wouldn't call them candy bars. And I'll tell you why. No, because those cups and they come in a thing like a candy bar. That's all packaged exactly the same. They're in the candy bar section. I get the M&Ms are over there too. God, I hate you sometimes. I love you like a brother. But man, I just want to smack you. I'm no crying. offense. I know. Don't call oh, HR. I'm so happy. Actually, Amber, what are you going to do? Cuz you know that I'm right. And also, <laughs> these
1: peanuts, they're they're candy bars. <laughs> 3, 7, Am I getting 16, raked? 20. Um, um, somebody says, let's see, we're getting our answers. We're getting some of our perspectives. Somebody says, yes, they are candy bars. Sirloin burgers don't stop being steak just because you grind and shape them. Oh, yeah, thank it does. you. Oh. No, it doesn't. It's not steak. Ground steak is ground steak. Or um, what do you call that? The, um, oh, my wife, she orders this all the time, so I should be able to tell you. But there's a word they have for it on the menu that they call... If it's a I, um, Like chop steak. Chop steak. Yeah, yeah. that's right. it's a it's a burger without a bun. <laughs> that's
3: why I know what it it's is. It's a yeah. burger
1: without a bun. Yeah, it's well that's no longer steak. I'm sorry, you're wrong. Um somebody no, here you're says are not. Of course they are. It's chocolate, it's peanut butter, it's can it's a uh, it's yeah, well it's a candy. It's clearly it's candy. This is not a candy bar. Um somebody here says our peppermint is a candy bar. Nope. Jan Some, Somebody here says <laughs> My no, girl, why? No, no, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is not a bar candy. It's a cup candy. Exactly, it's a candy cup. And uh, somebody here says, um, uh, I, "I make he makes it so unfair."
3: You do. <laughs> Thank you, Gator. You are my only friend.
1: Um, somebody here says, uh, "Let's see. <laughs> I, love I told. You, Gator. Uh, uh, I don't. Uh, that one's not relevant. Um, somebody here says. Um, yes, um Of says course, they him. are. It's chocolate. It's peanut butter. It's candy. Smack him. Go ahead. He's being irritated this morning. They're all candy or candy bars. Well, I just think words have meaning. You know, that's all. Um, somebody candy here words says. Words have gr- meaning. That's all. <laughs> Ground, God, ste- dude. ground steak isn't steak it's beef mulch no that's like this is <laughs> that's the point right is no but it looks like a steak and it tastes like a steak
3: much like a candy bar if
1: somebody here says like Reese the Reese's overall package of the Reese makes it bar shaped because it's a square wrapper around a round product yeah I don't think it's the wrapper that uh earns the damage here um but yeah look um Hershey's Kisses
3: no not a candy bar there because they're but why not because they're just little pieces of chocolate.
1: Okay. These are chocolate. What about the ones that have cr- cr- crackle in them or whatever? Oh God, dude. It uh, Starburst bar shape, not a candy bar, is it? Would you call it a candy bar? Did your students
3: get to rate you? I mean, did they? <laughs> was there a thing? And can Piley, I look it up? Yeah. Piley as a matter of fact. Yeah, I doubt
1: that. Look, listen. This is all I'm saying. I can't have the it. The term candy bar has to mean candy something. Bars. Has to mean something. <laughs> You know, and this is the hill you're gonna die can, on. It, well let me let me say it this way. I'm not even a hundred percent comfortable calling Reese's peanut butter cups candy. And I'll tell you why. Hear me out. It's chocolate, which is a brain food, surrounding peanut butter, which is a mega food. It's just food. It's not candy. It's not bad for you. It's not harmful. But I'll I'll allow candy. It's not a bar, it's a cup. Four or three <laughs> <laughs> so can run your own show i do
3: get why reese left
1: somebody somebody says flip it upside down is pretty much the shape of a bar of gold that's round um what about reese's pieces not a candy bar no um it's a candy piece right um yeah uh, somebody says we could be living in the year 3000 if it wasn't for these frivolous stopping debates
3: <laughs> andrew you're right again first off He's always right, mm. and I don't no, and I don't mean that like in a smart aleck way, but uh, he's usually pretty right.
1: But okay, what if you know Andrew? What? Andrew was that guy in the school that killed the bell curve. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Candy. And he was that you guy th- in school. Go here comes that guy. Yeah, oh. might have gotten threatened a lot. Um, do you, do you want to tell him about the traffic? Again, ever?
3: I mean, for the I last guess time. I, yeah, oh my gosh, I know. Okay, but I, I do have a. a, a Brent Lane at North Davis Highway and Bellamy Avenue right there at that intersection. She, uh, I am showing a vehicle crash with injuries in a possible roadblock. That's Brent and Davis, already a busy intersection. So certainly use caution in that area and uh, certainly wherever you are. And if you have traffic tips or, you, of course, you want to text in on these great topics, you can always text 437-1620, News radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Wait. What if it's hot like it is in Florida and they go, eh. And melt together. Well, there is. Then a situ- it is a
1: candy bar. There's absolutely a situation within which, or in which, I would say, the Reese's peanut butter cup is a bar if it's been in your pocket all day. Four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven. I'm so
3: glad I never went against you in debate
1: because it would have <laughs> been like I've already lost anyway. But like God, you just
3: kill people over uh, candy bars. Hey,
1: you know sometimes you got to find the right inflection point to make your uh, observations hey if you're thinking about buying that next vehicle frontier motors great place to buy cars we bought our odyssey from them fabulous okay they've been around for more than a quarter century and you know good cars good prices one two three years old low miles great condition you know that but also it's all the little extras in how they deal with you as a customer like for instance if you buy a car or even not even if you buy them but if you're looking at one they're going to give you a price sheet it's got all the numbers that do not change and then you've got the, you know, at the bottom is the out the door total end price with everything baked in, so they don't come back afterwards. Like you've seen places that do this, be like, oh yeah, there's also this extra fee, and there's no extra. That's it, bottom. But attached to that sheet is a Carfax. And a Carfax is the maintenance and repair history of the car as long as they've reported their maintenance and repairs to Carfax, right? And so it's a good start. It's not necessarily everything. I still recommend a used vehicle inspection by a mechanic you trust. But, okay, you're going to buy a car off of the, you know the Facebook Marketplace or you're going to buy a car from somebody's corner lot or whatever, and they don't give you a Carfax. No problem. Call Frontier. Give them the VIN. They'll do you a Carfax. No charge. Simple. Why? Why would they help inform you to buy a car from somebody else? Because they They can. And because it's just one way of being useful and, you know, maybe it saves you from buying a car that you shouldn't buy or maybe just confirms you, makes you, helps you make a good decision. That's it. Easy. So when I say that Frontier Motors is serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years behind the big Buffalo on Beverly Parkway, I mean that word.
2: Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional Air, an American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 9.30. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join Travis today at 9.30 on the Pensacola
3: Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Take in a brown bag lunch with the Pensacola Opera next Tuesday. The free show starts at noon and runs about 45 minutes at the Opera Center. PensacolaOpera.com for more information. Join in the Pensacola Chamber's Women in Business coffee get together, Friday morning at the Pensacola Chamber office. The Women in Business Council promotes women at all levels in the workplace. PensacolaChamber.com for more. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio92.3.com.
0: News Radio 92.3. Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, Brian Kilmeade, Dave Ramsey, Bobby Rossi, and Lars Larson. Informative, local, dependable. You are
3: an awful man. You are truly a disappointment with all the
1: a cool thing here it is yeah. it. it's andrew ridgley's birthday from wham andrew ridgley who the, the, the guy lesser, that wasn't george the, michael yeah, that's right the other guy <laughs> the other one he was never heard from the again. One, no he made one song after that he went on to be kidding. on his own he made shake you would know that song
3: i, I do i i but know that song, uh, you too. wouldn't know anything there's a movie him. called keanu which really sounds stupid yeah it's and a terrible really movie a, no it's not okay, fine. i'm not gonna do that with you but right. key and peel at but anyway, they they talking about Wham. You remember that? Right, and he's yeah. like, and he was never heard from
1: again. <laughs> That's about right. George Michael's bad. Four three seven Woo. sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty. The Doomsday Clock. Do you see this story? Yes. The Doomsday Clock, which had not been updated since the beginning of the invasion of Ukraine by Russia, the illegal international law breaking. Anyway, um, it's a horrible thing. And uh, so the uh, Doomsday Clock had been, I think, it had been at a hundred seconds. You know, that's one minute, 40 seconds for those. Uh, and then and now it's at 90 seconds, so it's one one and a half minutes, okay, away yeah, from the apocalypse. Yeah, that's worse, right? Yeah, that's a little closer. It's 10 seconds closer. Um, I think at one time, if I'm not mistaken, at the height of the Cuban Missile Crisis, it was like seven minutes from the apocalypse. So the estimation of the people who put all this stuff together—and by the way, it's not just nuclear threat. It's, you know— large instability it's climate change now i mean they bake everything into this calculation but they say we're we're a minute and a half from utter annihilation because in part 10 seconds worth of the uh russian invasion of ukraine so my question is this, is this a, does this matter to you like do you make any decisions in your life based on whether we're 100 seconds away or 90 seconds away on the clock does it matter to you
3: me yeah like i wouldn't go up I'm a worry ward, as you know, and I never leave the house hardly anyway, but I wouldn't go on a cruise. I, I was go just going to you
1: would have cruised yesterday, but now you're not going to cruise today because of the 10 seconds?
3: That sounds stupid, but yeah, but I am a huge worry ward. Oh, like, right. I feel worried leave, leaving the house.
1: I, I, see, to me, my problem with this, this whole Crazy. scheme is there's no way for me to grasp the quantitative change in risk. Like, let's, let's put aside the question of whether you can actually measure proximity to Armageddon. <laughs> you know, this is pretty unlikely. People have been predicting Armageddon for years and years, and they often claim to know something special from the Bible or prophecy or whatever, and they're always wrong because there's no dates in the Bible, and therefore you get, you know, you get this stuff wrong again and again. And the Bible says, don't do that, and they keep doing it. Anyway, but this is not Bible-based. This is just like people in the secular world saying, looking at, this, looking at the nature of the universe and saying, we're, we're real close. Um, I don't know how to quantify this difference. If I'm, you know, uh, my wife is coming home and she'll be here in 90 seconds versus my wife is coming, which is not an apocalyptic event. That's a positive thing. Uh, But, you know, or my wife is coming home. She's going to be here in 100 seconds. And there's a tornado. It's going to hit my house in 90 seconds versus it's going to hit my house in 100 seconds. And? I'm doing the same things either way. I'm grabbing the kids and the dogs, and my laptop if I have time, and I'm diving into the... So he can report on it all? Yeah. No, I just I, there's too much cool stuff on my laptop I don't want to lose. Oh. Um, and I'm diving into the, the, the walk-in closet in the bedroom away from the exterior walls and the windows to be safe. But I'm not like, oh, 100 seconds. Dude, I got time. You know, like there's no distinction to me between those. Even, honestly, even the seven minutes to midnight... I mean, that doesn't like seven minutes is pretty imminent. So if we're at seven minutes to midnight, I don't know how to think about that as opposed to a minute and a half or three minutes or five minutes. It just the, the metric is dumb in my opinion. It doesn't help me understand or even perceive a difference. So that's so that's my objection. Is is it news? Is it, I mean is that I usually actually do a feature called Is it news, <laughs> which is kind of a funny yeah. one. But we haven't brought that back here. But. Um, is it news that they move the clock from 100 seconds to 90? Eh.
3: Well, it's like a, a weather threat. If it's a four or a five, I well, mean, that's, that makes a but difference. But that's a
1: quantity. that I can grasp that. And I know that it's not always right. But I'm trying to picture, like, the person who's, I don't know, they're in their study and they've got a clock on the wall that's synced up to the international threat matrix. And, you know, it's, it's at 100 seconds and then it shifts. They're like, oh, God, oh, God. That's
3: <laughs> you know, so like, worse, come on.
1: And, and by the way, if it's ninety seconds away, we've been ninety seconds away for like twenty years. You know what I mean? Like it's that's true. Mm, I guess at a certain it's not point, that I'm big like, a deal, but it's okay. still scary. Yeah, honestly, hearing that there's a UPS truck-sized asteroid that is going to come within two thousand two hundred miles of the Earth today—that we didn't know existed until five days ago—that that's got me. I mean, more aware. Than this doomsday clock ever does, just personally. So, anyway, 855 on News Radio 92 3. Candy's got traffic on the fives.
3: <laughs> sorry, man. You, there you go with your gift, making everything worse. We were having that discussion off the air. <laughs> there it is. Brent Lane and Davis Highway uh, showing an accident and a bound one, too. It looks like injuries and a roadblock, already a busy intersection. Brenton Davis and Bellamy Avenue, right there at that corner. Certainly use caution in the area. Watch your emergency crews uh, on scene and watch your vehicles. Did you see the text coming in? Yes, I'm going to read them in a second. <laughs> okay, that's great. If you have a, a, a traffic tip, please text 437-1620. It's News radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable.
1: Okay, if you ever wanted to... Admire yourselves because this is. I'm going to read texts from the audience that are going to make you love the audience, right? Okay, here goes. Here's one. Uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis at seven minutes to midnight, arguably closer to catastrophe than now. Agreed. Yeah, this I agree. update is fear mongering hype. Agreed. Uh, okay. And then we have. Um, it doesn't make any difference. As far as I'm concerned, it's not accurate. No one can predict the future. Uh, agreed. And somebody here says, I want my extra 10 seconds with the real Fireball whiskey. Oh, <laughs> you. Aww. I saw that when
3: I was buying monster drinks this morning. Oh, they yeah. do have it at like the, the Circle K. They have the uh, the, the, the fake, the fake one. one. Yeah, and I almost Mo- bought it just to be like, hey, look, look you know, but it. I don't, you know.
1: Yeah. Here you are, David. <laughs> David, a connoisseur. That's right. The of connoisseur. Of such things. <laughs> hey, 57 on News Radio 92.3. Uh, what else do we have going on? Um, I, well, I, you know what? I, I have a couple of things to talk about here. Let's just go ahead and do future news. Go ahead and play the music. Let's, let's get into some things that are going to happen in the future. First of all, are we um, uh, are we going to get hit by this asteroid today? Yes. Oh. No. Wow, this... No, I hope not. But if it does,
3: it's going to be South Africa? Yeah, South America. South Okay.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, Same difference. Yeah, but not <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't the call. Two continents, you know, whatever, <laughs> yeah. uh, sur- uh, uh, separated by a river. Um, <laughs> well, sorry. Will um will we send the Abrams tanks to uh, Ukraine will in, in a year? Um will they be decisive in the fight against Russia along with all of the leopards coming from other countries and uh, from yes. Germany ultimately? Um, if the conflict is still happening in a year, and, yeah, they'll help. I think, honestly, this is maybe more of a little bit of a signal like, hey, you know, like we're more serious about this. So we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Um, the Englewood uh, Community Center, uh, the Baptist Church, it's not a done deal yet, but will that come to fruition? Will yes. the county build it? Will it be all the things we're And thinking? it'll be great, sure. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think there is some question about how many do we have and where do we have them, and there's all the, the Fricker Center. But, look, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, too. Absolutely. And there's a lot we of people who the question is are they going to be used? And hey, if they're used, then, you know, that's good. Um Ticketmaster, any real changes to Ticketmaster?
3: You know, do you remember the Eddie Vetter thing? I mean, they've been trying to get them to change forever. So, yeah. no, I don't think so, but there should be. Instead it's, of, "Oh, it, they're scolding." Oh, well, what's that going to be? Exactly. Do?
1: It's it's hard to figure out how that's going to really turn out. Did I ask I asked this one previously. Will Trump actually use Facebook or Instagram now that he's allowed to? Yeah, sure. I think he's going to make them twist in the wind for a while, just like he's been doing Twitter, right? Not on Twitter yet. So I think it'll be maybe next year in the real campaign, like when there's campaign type stuff. Possibly, but not before then. Um, the, the Pope um, uh, gave an interview to the Associated Press in which he said um, homosexuality, that you got to distinguish between a sin and a crime. Uh, the headline is that homosexual homosexuality should not be a crime. Will people misunderstand and misrepresent that statement out of context uh, and out of the whole panoply of Catholic doctrine? Yes. Of course. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, of course. That's what headlines are. That's the substance of the news most people read.